Welcome to A Dash of Salt with AJ. I'm your host, Ahsoka Jackson. Welcome back, listeners. As promised, we're resuming right where we left off. I've already stated my position here, so now it's time to go into some of the specific reasons that I think argue against the likelihood of Falco's being a knowing recruit whom Aaron has informed about the undercover mission. First off, it just seems pretty risky in general, as far as potentially blowing Aaron's cover. And I guess it depends on what all he wants or needs help with. But if he only wants Falco to deliver the letters, then I think he can get by fine by just giving Falco that same partial explanation he used before about sending letters to his family. I don't think it's necessary to take the risk of revealing himself to Falco. And that would actually reduce the likelihood of cooperation rather than increase it. I mean, it looks like he's already getting what he wants here. Also, let's look at this for a minute. Let's say, theoretically, that Aaron's goals are to free the Eldians of Marley and to fight and rebel against the rest of Marley. So if that's the case, he wouldn't really be a threat to Falco's people and community in general, and Falco might well wish to support him, especially since Falco himself doesn't seem to be in the grip of Marley's indoctrination like Gabby is. But mentioning Gabby is what brings us to probably the biggest problem. Even if Falco thinks that Aaron is someone who would be a great ally for the Eldians of Marley in general, it's very different on a personal level. On a personal level, we have Reiner and Gabby. Falco isn't yet sure he even trusts Reiner, but Reiner is Gabby's cousin. And Reiner is the Armored Titan. What's more, Gabby herself is very keen on being the Armored Titan, and she very much believes Marley's lies about the people of Paradis Island. I don't know how much Aaron knows about Gabby, but we know Aaron's been watching Reiner and the children for at least a little bit now already, because we saw him observing them in episode 2. And then there's what Falco told him personally. He definitely knows that the girl Falco has a crush on is a warrior candidate, and a promising one at that. And being either a current or future Titan Shifter working on behalf of Marley means you're automatically posed as a noteworthy potential enemy or threat from the perspective of Aaron and the rest of his team. In fact, this goes back to an observation someone made about Aaron's line to Falco in episode 3. When he talked about him wanting to live a long life, he may not have just been talking about the curse of Ymir, or even the general danger of the job. He may have also been su uh, subtly referring to the fact that Falco would have presumably ended up as an enemy for him, a primary enemy, more so than even the average uh, Marleyan soldier. Aaron may have essentially been thinking and saying in a very subtle way, I don't want to have to kill you. It's chilling to think of, but it is the reality here. And I don't know if Aaron even knows how much time Reiner has left, just that it's been at least nine years already. So if he doesn't know that, this is something to make him even more on edge. For all he knows, those children could be extremely close to taking over from Reiner already, which would make them very immediate threats. Heck, something could happen that forces them to accelerate the schedule and have one of the children take over early anyways. The surest bet for Aaron would probably be to take all of them, both current shifters and warrior candidates, off the board as soon as possible one way or another. And not only would Aaron recognize the general situation, I'm sure Falcon himself would also get it on at least a basic level. Gabby is someone who would be really difficult to recruit, okay? And even without knowing about Aaron and Reiner's history with each other, Falco would know that being a shifter for Marley would make Reiner an automatic enemy. Plus, I'm sure he's aware that Reiner has been to Paradis before, even if the details of that are something Reiner can't share with anyone who isn't cleared for the intel. Plus, Reiner and Gabby are definitely a package deal. There's no way that Aaron successfully recruits one while remaining an enemy to the other. 
Reiner's clearly all guilt-stricken. But even if Aaron manages to use that to, to recruit his unstable self, what about Gabby and the rest of the family? And as both a soldier and warrior candidate, Gabby would be very determined to fight, I'm sure. And if, miracle of miracles, Aaron managed to recruit the girl first, there's no way she would be willing to work with him if she thought he was going to be a threat to Reiner. So you either get both or neither. And getting both, there's no way that would be easy. Unless maybe Marley abruptly decided to start wiping out all the Eldians within the internment zones, that would be something that could definitely spur Reiner to action out of sheer necessity, plus it would be something that would force even Gabby to realize the truth there. But short of something like that, trying to recruit those two will be quite iffy, and I'm sure Falco knows enough to know that his dense little future girlfriend is not a likely candidate for successful recruitment. And in the end, even if he agreed with Aaron overall, I don't think Falco would be willing to put aside his personal attachments to Gabby for all of that. I mean, he's so into this girl that he's trying to do something for her sake that will drastically shorten his own lifespan. He'll sacrifice decades from his own life before he'll sacrifice her. So I don't think Falco is normally helping Aaron as an operative, and I don't think he knowingly lured Reiner in. Rather than being properly recruited to work on behalf of Paradis, I think he's just kind of charmed and intrigued by the guy. And who wouldn't be, especially after that one speech. Plus, probably would have helped him out anyways, especially as a fellow Eldian and fellow soldier. But what do you guys think? Do you think Falco's already left the Matrix and come over to Team Paradis? Or is he just a kid being used by Aaron? I get it, but it still feels like such a jerk move if so, and I wonder if the Aaron of seasons past would have done something like that. Having Falco unknowingly betray Reiner, pretty much. Someone straight up said that this is why they don't talk to strangers. You ain't gonna catch them accidentally helping a sleeper agent. <laughs> Poor Falco. I think he's gonna kind of be my Armin this season. At least until the actual Armin shows up. <laughs> and maybe afterwards, too. I know uh, we've heard Armin's voice already, but I don't think we've glimpsed him at all like we have Jean. Uh, and I gotta take a quick moment here to give him credit. I was not expecting him to actually open up to Gabby like that. And I feel like adults already have plenty of trouble with that sort of thing. So for this 12-year-old to ball up and say something to this girl directly, especially an intensity-squared sort of girl like Gabby. Falco just gets cooler all the time. Respect, little guy. Alright guys, thanks for listening to you today, and I hope you had a great time. Next installment should be the final one for episode 4. We can finally talk about Dear Clueless Gabby, and also the very entertaining and far more perceptive peak. And alongside that, I'd like to see if I can get subtitling done for some of my older podcast stuff that I haven't had time to, like my serious review of Attack on Titan. Something to introduce new potential fans to the show is something I definitely want to have on YouTube going forward. I also want to work on stuff from other things I cover on this channel. I remember one very successful reactor talking about how he got pigeonholed because people only wanted and expected AOT content from him and left or became upset when he tried to do other stuff. And the whole experience actually robbed a lot of the joy of the show from him. So I want to make sure that folks remember, this isn't an Attack on Titan channel. It's an eclectic channel run by someone who's freaking crazy about Attack on Titan. God willing, I absolutely want to make plenty more episodes about it as the season continues. And even after it finishes, I hope we can continue finding ways to discuss this masterpiece. But I also covered other topics before the season began, and I plan on doing so in the future as well. 
Though this is certainly my favorite topic right now, and definitely more fun than talking about psychopathic acting authors and their BS. So I do still hope people listen to the other stuff as well. That doesn't mean I expect everyone to enjoy or even listen to every episode, especially because some of the topics I cover are freaking disturbing. They disturb me, okay? And some stuff brings up painful wounds. But I do want to be understood as being a content creator and commentator who does have a past and future separate from Attack on Titan. And I don't want to wait until the end of the season to suddenly remind people of that and hope that they aren't shocked. I cover other things, folks. Please don't get mad at me for that. No, I've always covered other things. That said, Attack on Titan, of course, has a special place in my heart. And hopefully my own work will have a special place in yours one day. Okay, if you wish, feel free to subscribe for updates and like, share, comment, and review to help new fans find this podcast. You know the drill. Now be blessed and stay salty.